are three in one and one in three. We are body, mind, and spirit. We can harmonize these three aspects of our being by increasing our awareness of how and why they are connected. Mastering and harmonizing our body, mind, and spirit is the key to achieving total well-being. You will lighten up by purifying your body, liberating your mind, and igniting your creative spirit. As you master and harmonize your body, mind, and spirit, you will unleash your highest potential in every aspect of your life. You will start living your best life as your highest self. Are you ready to lighten up? Voice America Teeth proudly presents Lighten Up, featuring your host, Suzanne Moss, inspirational motivational speaker, and wellness expert. Hello and welcome to Lighten Up. I am your host, Suzanne Ross, and it is such a blessing to be here today with my beloved friend, Janet Myatt. Welcome, Janet. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Janet did come to my home in Sedona, Arizona, and yesterday we were able to go out and experience the magnificent Red Rock. Oh, yes. That was something. <laughs> yes, we had many revelations about the different sources of energy throughout the valley, and it's always such an incredible experience here. Yeah. Janet is a spiritual counselor and a divine healer. She also has a master's in educational psychology. She has spent many years studying and practicing at the Berkeley Psychic Institute. So you started by getting a master's in educational psychology, and you applied that to the workforce. But then one day you discovered that your special gift of psychic intuition was ready to be developed. Well, yeah, I, it was sort of a necessity. <laughs> I'd always been a psychic kid, very sensitive, and I could see energy and I could see beings and um, kind of sense other people's thoughts and moods and so on and so forth. And so it was very, very highly sensitive and didn't know how to control that. But, but mostly the thing that caused me to go study was getting ill. You know, I was just getting these pesky little illnesses all the time. They weren't anything serious, but they were really affecting the quality of my life. And I was just feeling overwhelmed, particularly once I had three children. Uh, that, that was a lot of energy to manage. <laughs> right. So it came to me that I really needed to get some specific training on this psychic ability that I had, figure out what, what was it, how did it work, how could I control it, what was the point of it, and, that, and so on and so forth. So I did spend about eight years studying at uh, the Berkeley Psychic Institute, and I learned how to read energy, how to, how to read an aura, understanding chakras and things like that, basically how to give a spiritual counseling, how to do divine energy healing. And I went on and uh, studied uh, a, a women's program dealing with issues having to do with spirits and female bodies. And then I went on and did the minister's program and the teacher's program. And after that training, I wasn't really sure that I was, you know, what I was going to do with that training. I had been pursuing a music career at the time while I was doing this training and then a series of events started happening very synchronistically and 
I recognized them. And they were little little things. They kind of pushed me a little outside my comfort zone because I was used to hiding. <laughs> no more hiding. No more hiding. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I'm psychic. Yes, I can work with energy. Um, and, you know, it kind of evolved that way. And then I found the people were asking me to teach, so then I rolled into that. Um, and just one thing and another, it, it, it basically manifested uh, because I got into alignment with, with my, if you call it dharma, there's lots of words for it, but came into, into alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and you know, I really want to say that this um, inner wisdom that was guiding me, it's in everybody. <laughs> we wouldn't be here if we weren't connected to that. It's just a matter of operating sort of unconsciously within that wisdom mm -hmm. and then learning how to operate consciously. And that's really, if I, if I had to put my, what is my calling into one sentence, it would be to help people understand how to become conscious creators because we're creating all the time. So that's one of my callings is to start spreading the word and being a catalyst so that people can find there, you will find your own truth. You actually, there's a part of you that knows what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a part of you that doesn't know what you're doing. There's a part of you that knows what you're doing. All right? And, and part of my job is to be the catalyst that, that helps you start to bring those two things into alignment, into connection, and start to un, un, unveil that, shall we say. Yes, alignment, clarity, balancing. I like all of those words because I think it really does help us tune in to our higher self or our authentic self. So these practices for tuning in so that you can connect and align seem like a, a really powerful way to help, to help this process along. Well, that, and you see, that's, that's one of the basic fundamentals of, of the creative process that hasn't necessarily been taught to us but is sort of inherent in our inner wisdom. Everything's energy, and when energy's in alignment, it works a whole lot better than when it's not in alignment, right? I mean, yes. we can, I mean, we can mm -hmm. just see that in our daily lives. If we have an electrical system that has disconnections, the system doesn't work very well, right? But when it's all connected and running smoothly, you know, not too much energy going over into this corner and burning the house down and not enough energy over here causing blackouts, <laughs> Right. Right. When it's all working in alignment with proper rhythm and proper rhyme and proper flow, then of course we get a good result. Right. So that's what alignment right. is about. It's working with energy, working with consciousness in a way that that induces flow, connectivity. Yes. So the first step really does seem to be when you start integrating body, mind and spirit. Right. But then there's something beyond that, you know, that you really want to start exploring and maybe know the deeper meaning and purpose of life. I know for me, what introduced me to Janet is that I was doing the work with the body, mind, and spirit, and I had definitely become a very curious seeker. And so I had joined um, some spiritual communities, but my meditations didn't seem to me to be very effective. Um, I knew that I could have more profound meditations if I had some better guidance. And so I just simply typed in meditation in Livermore, I think, and Janet's lovely face popped up and I really resonated with her. And I went to see her and within the first session, honestly, 
I had a life-altering experience and she started with this practice she calls grounding and running energy yes. and right away my whole body was starting to feel electrified and my chakras which I wasn't even that familiar with started to feel activated and I mean within one short session I learned how to make my connection to spirit and my meditations much more profound and productive. So, <laughs> yeah, I call that the self-cleaning oven. <laughs> you know, it helps us to clean out our space, and um, it's very activating and aligning. It's it's a very very powerful um, meditative technique that tends to work for Westerners really well because if we keep the mind engaged, one of the struggles that we've had here in the West is kind of jumping, trying to jump straight into more of the Eastern type of meditation, which is a different type of meditation and also very effective and, and very beneficial, very powerful, but very difficult for Westerners to start with and really, in many cases, not necessarily the best place to start uh, because we are developing the mental body and we're very much uh, engaged in that development. So this particular technique keeps the mind engaged and it's about bringing you more in to the body because we just like we're talking about we want to be masterful of these vehicles so we can we need to be in <laughs> we need to be grounded we need to be in we need to be taking charge of these vehicles and understanding how to align them and how to use them so this particular t technique which is one of the tree of life type of meditations out in the world um, is uh, people come to me and say oh i can't meditate Oh, I can never sit in a chair for 30 minutes. Well, well I'm going to take you on a journey. I don't even call it meditation. We're going to just <laughs> go idea. on a little journey. <laughs> so just sit back in your chair and relax, and you can't do it wrong, you know. And you're going to use your imagination. You're going to envision it. And that's part of the creative process. That is a principle of the creative process. So they're already starting to work consciously now with a main principle and they use this creative visualization as I lead them through this meditation and at the end of 30 minutes they're like oh wow oh my gosh I sat here for 30 minutes oh my gosh I could do that wow everyone should do this <laughs> it's so true yeah. because That's it's funny. participatory it is. You know, it engages your mind, and so you're doing something during meditation, yeah. um, doing something very powerful. Yeah. I think that um, science and spirituality has clearly shown, and we, most of us are highly aware of this now, that we are energetic beings. And these energy centers that we call chakras are not only the key to aligning and balancing, but something many of us may not be aware of is that they're actually the key or the mechanisms for creating. Right. And so to, even to me, that was like a revelation. Oh, you know, I can become a better manifester, you know, if I nurture my chakras. And the answer is yes. And when we come back from break, Janet is going to show us how. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Janet Myatt, and I'm a spiritual counselor, teacher, and healer. And I'm here to talk to you about one of my new classes that I'm rolling out soon. It's called the Chakra Class. And I just want to take a few moments to let you know about the class, a little bit about the structure, and what you're going to get out of the class. There's a lot of, uh, we're, you know, people are familiar with the term. There's a lot of information on the internet about the chakra system and about chakras. But I want to take this. 
a concept of just a little bit deeper, help us take our next step in uncovering what is the chakra system and what is it about, what is it for, why do we need to take care of it, how can we take care of it, what is the journey involved in um, this thing called creating our life. And really one of the most fundamental things we need to understand about chakras is that they're actually the mechanism by which spirit uh, translate thought into matter. So that it's a very important aspect of our creative process and we want to know how to take care of them and we want to know how to balance them and coordinate and integrate them. So each class is going to be a seven week class and each week we will roll out a module starting one to seven and the module will include two key component uh, lessons. Lesson one will be the class section and it's going to talk to you about the challenges and gifts inherent in each chakra and a little bit about the symptomology when that chakra is out of balance and talk about healing strategies and ways that you can go about be recovering and balancing the chakra. The second segment is going to be um, full of guided meditations and energy tools and techniques that you can use to do just that, balance and heal not only the chakra but the associated level of consciousness and some of the emotional and mental challenges that are associated with that chakra. And then uh, starting in week two, we will be uh, including the live Q&A piece. So you'll have all, you know, whole week basically to take the class, play with the tools, take it at your convenience. Then you can join us on the live Q&A call to ask your questions, start sharing your experiences with one another and with myself, and build a spiritual community for yourself. So at the end of this class, uh, what you will have is a better understanding of the chakra system and how it works and why it's important to us, powerful tools and techniques for healing and balancing it, insight into our evolutionary purpose as creative beings, and a roadmap for your transformational growth. So I hope you'll join us. I hope I see you in class. And if you have any questions or you want to contact me and ask um, more about it, please feel free to contact me. There's a contact link on my website, JanetMyatt.com. You can send me an email and I'd be happy to answer your questions. Thank you so much for your attention and I hope to see you soon. Hello and welcome back to Lighten Up. I am here today with spiritual counselor and divine healer, Janet Myatt. Welcome back, Janet. Thank you. Nice to be back. <laughs> we are ready to introduce now the power of chakras. Now I know many of you watching have heard of chakras and may be aware of the different characteristics of each of the chakras and the colors. And some of you, of course, are more advanced and are really working with your chakras. Um, but Janet has given us an opportunity to really use the full potential of our chakras with a class that she is now offering. We're going to start with week one. And the way the class is designed is there's going to be this deep exploration of each chakra over a seven-week period of time. There's going to be a, a class section that includes a lot of information about the chakra, how it works, what its gifts and challenges are, what's the associated level of consciousness, what does that mean, what's the journey for us as human beings through this uh, level of consciousness, you know, how is it a part of the creative process. And of course, studying the chakra system is studying the creative process. What are chakras? They are the 
very mechanism there, the spiritual mechanism by which spirit translates thought into matter. So a lot of you have probably heard that catchphrase, energy follows thought. How? How does energy follow thought? Right? So this chakra system is a part of that. And we go into the mechanics of that so that you can understand it. And then we take a look at each chakra, like I said, and we look at the gifts and challenges. We take a look at symptoms of imbalance, whether it's being overstimulated or understimulated, what does that look like? And there, there can be physical symptoms, there can be emotional symptoms, there can be mental symptoms in any combination. So we kind of take a, a good look at that and then we talk about healing strategies. What can you do about it? The second lesson in each module is then a, a powerful hour-long guided meditation and it's full of several meditations so you can break it up as you go. And these techniques are, are the how-to. This is the, now the energy side of things. And also how to work with the consciousness side of things. There's tools and techniques then that you can use to start to create balance and to work on whatever the issues are in that level of consciousness. And then starting the second week, there's going to be then this live Q&A call. So on the uh, following Monday, Class 2 rolls out, we have this live call, and we'll be talking about the first chakra and your experiences with it, what came up for you, um, what did you discover, and what answers clicked for you, and how did the energy practices work for you, and you'll have an opportunity to share your stories and ask questions and so on and so forth. So we're, we're really excited about this class. We really feel like it's going to be a powerful way for you to learn more about the creative process and take charge of it and start to integrate it. Yes, it does sound like such a comprehensive class. And she talks about, you know, the different levels of consciousness, but then she dives right into that particular level of consciousness with each chakra, and she does shadow work around it, you know, so that along the way you're resolving the ego, you know, the ego's limiting patterns. So there, there's, there's two kind of pieces to it that we want to understand. The energy side of things and the consciousness side of things. We want to understand the mechanics, we understand the purpose and, and, and sort of the developmental phases that happen on the consciousness side and the way that the energy pieces work and how these two aspects of creativity work together. Alright, so the approaching this topic through the chakra system is a is a an easier way I think and it comes down to being able to work with both of these aspects so ascension is basically understanding the consciousness side of things what are we doing here what's our creative purpose and then how do we do this how do we create how do we work with energy everything's energy and how do these two things go together so we you can see how it is this interconnected journey all right, and that's on the consciousness side of things. And then on the energy side of things, you know, how, how do we work with these mm, various frequencies of energy and get them to work together? And on the physical level, as you said, the very first order of precipitation of the first chakra, of, of any chakra, is the gland. Okay, so in the first chakra, the, the gland is the adrenals. 
All right, and it, so then that gives you a lot of information about the, how the intricate system affects the creative process, how it affects our experience, it affects, it affects our consciousness. We all know that. <laughs> Hormones affect our consciousness and our emotions and moods and so forth. So we really start to see how everything is interconnected and we can start to work more intelligently with this very sophisticated um, creative mechanism that we have. And it seems to me as if you know, these being the energy centers for translating thought into form, that if we truly want to have the ability to manifest our reality as the creative beings that we are, we really need to do this chakra work so that we don't miscreate. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we talk about this in the class, too. Uh, as we're generating all kinds of forms, we're used to thinking of forms in dense forms, physical bodies, but um, an emotion, a memory, that, that, that has a, a subtle form. We have these subtle bodies and subtle forms. A thought is a thought form. Okay? So we create these things, and they're, they're magnetic, and they're sticking in our space, and we're continuing to run our creative energy through these. If you think of these forms, they're like blueprints. Ah, okay. with different frequencies. With different right? frequencies, mm -hmm. right? And so here's a thought that I thought when I was five, and it's still there. Stuck there. Stuck there, because I never did anything about it. I didn't departiculate it. I didn't take my consciousness out of it. It just kind of fell below the threshold into my subconscious mind. But it's still there. My creative energy is still running through it, right? And so pretty soon we've got a really, I call it a junky space. Because mm -hmm. now our, here comes this neutral creative energy, and it's running through all of these different pictures, all of these different blueprints, and then creating our reality. And it gets to be this very confusing reality, and we're not quite sure why, and that's because we don't understand precisely how, how we're doing it and how important it is to clean it out, move out of these ideas, move out of these experiences, stop identifying ourselves that way. And, and clean it out and start to come into present timing and create cleanly through the system. Yes, and how critical is that? Because we don't want to be miscreating right. and then generating any negative karma that then we have to deal with and then we have start to develop more stuck beliefs about limitations. And well, we are in the school of cause and effect, that's for sure. So, you know, whatever we create, there's going to be an effect. And so learning about that and understanding effects better and putting our point of view back uh, in, in the, in the, in, into the divine self, that which is creating the forms, gives us a lot more fluidity and flexibility than to start to change how we're creating what we're creating. And then you offer the shadow work so that you have a very powerful technique for going back into the source of those limiting beliefs Right. And sort of clearing those out. Precisely, because so, mm -hmm. a lot of the thought forms that we're creating through, we're not even conscious of anymore. But they, but they have a big charge, especially first chakra. So first chakra ideas and thought forms that are sticking in our space have a super charge on them because they are directly t tied to our life or death. Because uh -huh. it is, you know, when you're a baby, it's a matter of life or death to bond with your primary caregiver. If you don't, you're going to die. Yes. So it has a big charge on it, right? But we don't really remember those experiences, so they're below what we call below the threshold. They're there. They're sitting there. Those are our early beliefs about ourselves and about others and about the world around us. Mm -hmm. And they become the foundation then of the ego. They become, become the foundation of what we 
come to understand as ourself. And it feels like even in adulthood they can become amplified or triggered. Absolutely, because mm -hmm. we continue to compound them. Since we create through them, we continue to create more experiences that, that are in a line that match that picture. And so it's, it's like post-it note, right? So here you have this idea and belief, and you have another experience comes along and says, oh, that's what we're creating? We're creating the world's not safe? And we, we create an experience where that's what we experience. The world's, the world's not, not safe, safe. yes. Post-it, okay? Oh, no, it's even bigger. So we're even more likely to create it again, right? And we pretty soon we have this big ball of experience. And what we do is say, yep, see, I can prove it. I can prove that the world's unsafe because this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened. So voila, the world is not safe. And again, that's because we don't understand the creative process. We started with the idea the world is not safe. Mm -hmm. And we continued to build that for ourselves. So learning to change what we're putting our attention into and building something new, and that's quite a process because now we've got to take our attention out of this old belief that we're not even sure we have. And so that's what shadow work is. When she's referring to shadow work, it's this um, going into this wounded self, going into the aspect of self that's sitting in these misperceptions about self, others, and the world around us. We all have them. And, but sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge to figure out precisely what they are and what's the trigger. We want to find that trigger and want to begin to work lovingly with that level so that we can start to take this big ball of creative effect, you know, lovingly uh, but quite systematically apart so that we can then free up all that consciousness and all that energy that's trapped in that idea and that form, that blueprint. We want to extrapolate that. We want to take that out and give that energy back to ourselves to create something different something more in alignment with what we understand now. So you talk about divine blueprint and that feels like our original blueprint before these distortions came into being, these um, insecurities or fear right. that um, changed the blueprint. So right. this, this shadow work and these meditations and all of the comprehensive work with the chakra helps to return us to our original divine blueprint so that we can really be powerful creators and create for the highest good. Yes, exactly. And understand what, what do we want to create now. You know, we learned a lot in this process of creating our human blueprints. Unfortunately, we've suffered a lot as a result, too, because we haven't necessarily known what we're doing. But we've learned a lot. But once we can start to clean that up, get a handle on it, start to get more properly identified as spirit, then we can more readily uh, start to create in present time within, with this interconnectivity uh, with what I call the greater field of life so that we are um, focusing our attention on, well, a lot of people call it, you know, creating heaven on earth or creating that higher ideal, creating that, that full revelation of our divinity in objective form. And we start to figure out how to do that. We get excited about that. And we start to participate in that more fully, more readily, more, with more awareness. And again, so what does it come down to? Becoming a fully conscious, aware creator. Intentionally, and, consciously creating. Right, mm -hmm. and being a part of the larger creation and creating within that, co-creatively, really understanding about oneness, and diversity within oneness, knowing that we have our part to contribute, but that there's this larger thing that we're involved in. 
And it feels to me, too, like our greater purpose is revealed the more we have alignment and clarity by cleansing and activating our chakras. And you're going to love Janet's website. It is very energetic and it's very interactive and colorful and informative. And feel free, you know, to email me. You can contact me via my website, um, JanetMai.com. And you can, if you have questions, if you want to know more about me and what I do, please feel free to reach out and, and contact me. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. And thank you for doing what you do. Ah, I appreciate that. And thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of Lighten Up. And remember, live well, love life. Hi, I'm Janet Myatt. I'm a spiritual counselor, teacher, and healer. And I have a gift for you. If you sign up for my contact list, you receive, as a thank you, one of my guided meditations. It's called Activating Divine Creativity, and I know you'll enjoy it.